Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hey, Hope Community, what is going on? Thank you for hanging out with us today. If, uh, if you haven't done so already, please uh, hit the like button and then hit the share button and send this. Let's send this out to all our friends, our family. Uh, let's get it out to our neighborhoods. Uh, we want uh, to get this message of hope out as far as we can. And you all have done an awesome job um, uh, sharing and liking these videos and getting them out there and sharing them with your friends. I hear from folks all the time. And it's great that you're doing that, and I just want to commend you and ask that you keep doing that. And if it's your first time hanging out with us today, guess what? You are a part of the Hope Community family. We really do mean that. You're a part of us, and uh, you're a part of this amazing thing that we're doing. We uh, are, are uh, no longer bound by four walls. Uh, we're not central anywhere, but we're trying to be everywhere. Basically, wherever you are, Right now in this moment, that's a hope community. Anytime you take any of these concepts that we talk about, uh, anytime that you uh, share uh, anything uh, that you see in the comments or, or hear me or anyone else talking about, uh, if it inspires you in any way and you share it, guess what? That's hope community. We are trying to be, to the best of our ability, hope wherever we go. And that's why we, we love the phrase hope dealer. We are a dealer of hope. Uh, we want folks uh, to be inspired and awakened and uh, be who they were, who, who they were created to be. Uh, and so we thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh, it's the month of October and basically it's our two-year anniversary. Uh, we've been hanging together as Hope Community for two years now and it has been a beautiful thing. And uh, we have some exciting news about how we're going to be celebrating that over the next few weeks. I'll talk about that in a few moments. Uh, but we uh, have been talking about a hope rebellion. And last week we talked about the word terraforming. How uh, in science fiction that has now become science fact, so to speak, uh, there's this process where... Uh, with man wanting to travel to other planets, is there a possibility to actually make that planet hospitable or, in, or inhabitable by humans? And that process is called terraforming. And uh, in hearing that word, because I've read a lot of science fiction, I love science fiction, um, and in reading uh, science fiction and things from the past and seeing this word over and over again, I've noticed that in culture, um, it's almost become uninhabitable. Like it's, it's become toxic to live as a human in this culture because of, all the, because of all the things we've been talking about. Cynicism, negativity, strife, malice, anger, bickering, fighting. You can't even have a conversation with folks anymore. Uh, it has become that insane. Um, we're constantly pitted against one another. And the idea to actually love your neighbor as yourself is rebellious, right? It's not the norm. And so what we want to do is through hope, life, love, joy, we want to begin to plant seeds and terraform <laughs> our surroundings and make it possible for humans to actually be human with one another, okay? Because uh, we believe that the main concept of humanity, the main idea, the main flow, the way humans work best is when we operate 
in agape. And agape is Father's love. It flows down. We receive it. We recognize it. And we begin to love ourselves because we see the Father's love. We begin to love ourselves. And out of that love that, that we uh, have learned for ourselves, we don't hold it in, right? We release it and we begin to love our neighbors, right? We begin to treat other people the way we want to be treated. Or or let's get real theological, we begin to honor the image of the creator in everyone that we meet. And so through those concepts and through the planting those quote-unquote seeds, we begin to terraform our surroundings where we can actually live once again. So what I want to talk about today is what, is, what does community actually look like out of this hope rebellion. If, if, if we are terraforming, so to speak, if we're planting seeds of hope, life, love, joy, and those begin to sprout and begins to change and, and it makes at least the environment around us and the environment uh, that we're connected with begins to change and makes it actually habitable, habitable again, what does community out of that look like? And I want to look at Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, we'll look at a couple scriptures, but I want to focus in on chapters 24 and and or chapter 10 verses 24 and 25 um, it says let us also think of creative ways by which we can influence one another to find inspired expression and in doing things that benefit others good actions give voice and volume to the love of God in the light of our free access to the Father let us extend that embrace to one another our gatherings are no longer a, rep a repetition of tradition, but an, but an essential fellowship where we remind one another of our true identity. Let us do so with greater urgency now the day has dawned in our understanding. This is so good. Check this out. What does community look like? Well, we are thinking of creative ways where we can influence one another to find an, an, an inspired expression in doing things that benefit others. In other words, our energy, our motion is influenced to cause others to do the good. We are trying to find creative ways to do good, to share hope, to be hope. And it's in that place of community and hanging with one another and spending time with one another through Zoom and through connections like this and through comments and through text messages and phone calls. And in some cases, uh, safe spaces to get together where we're taking care of one another, right? Social distancing and all of that. In this time frame, when we're doing those things, we're finding creative ways to still connect. We're finding creative ways to grow and to do good by calling the, you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about by calling that one person that you know that that might be going through an issue right now that might be stuck that might be um, stressed out or anxious making sure that they're okay um, calling your family and your loved ones uh, just spending time with the family that's in your home making sure that you're making eye contact with your neighbor across the street saying hi all those things coming up with creative ways to do good, finding ways that you can actually serve your neighborhood, finding ways that you can actually serve the place that you work or wherever, making sure people feel and hear the voice of the Father through your actions. Because what's it say? It says good actions give voice and volume to the love of God. <laughs> Out of this connection with one another and how we're inspiring one another to be creative 
and look for opportunities to do the good, uh, all of that amplifies the voice of love in the atmosphere and in life. He goes on to say that in the light of our free access to the Father, let us extend the embrace to one another. Our gatherings, this is so good, and it's a perfect word to Hope Community right now, our gatherings are no longer a repetition of tradition. Do you hear that? It's no longer a repetition of tradition. Tradition says four walls. Tradition says central location. But we're breaking out in creative ways to be Hope Community everywhere. That's why I've been saying for the last few months, you know, wherever you're at right now, that's a Hope Community. Whenever you take a concept or, or, or anything from the comments from where somebody said something or from... Um, something that's said through video, you know, when you hear those things and you make it your own and you share it, you're, that's whole community, guys. That's, that's real. This, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is real life, okay? This is where the Zoe interacts and takes place in neighborhoods, this is where the, this is, if you want to, if you want to see signs and wonders and miracles that it talks about, and that happens in the Zoe and the Agape in neighborhoods, not in four walls and not central locations. And I love how, I love what he says. It, it, he says, listen, our gatherings have changed, but fellowship is essential. And we believe that. We believe that a fellowship is essential. And right now we, we're, we're working on finding some creative and safe ways to connect. But I want you to know that you can do that right now. You, you, you don't need permission to safely, through social distance, distancing, get together and hope community. Be hope community. You, you, you can do that now. If you're looking for permission, then here, I give you permission to do that. And so if there's a neighbor, if there's someone, then you, you can safely do so. Gather for some coffee outside on your front porch and, and, and talk about some of these hope concepts. Talk about hope rebellion. Talk about we're, not, we're tired of living in a life of cynicism and bitterness and strife. And we just want to be real with one another and just want to, just want to begin to hope again. So if you wanted permission here, I give you permission to do that. Okay? We don't need four walls to do that. This transcends all of that. And so uh, I encourage you to call folks, message folks. Uh, if you're yearning for, for fellowship, then create it. Creatively create it in a way that one is safe, but two uh, is going to not only encourage the person that you're connecting with, but also encourage you. Uh, do what it says here. Let, it remind, let your fellowship remind uh, you of your true identity. All right? Share that hope and let that remind you of who you really are. Let us do so with a greater urgency now because we know who we really are. That's what Paul's saying. He says, you know who you really are, so do it with urgency. This is who you are. And I... I I want to back up to verse 23 because I love it, but, I, but 24 and 25 kind of expresses 23. And I just kind of want to, want to give it. It says, our conversation echoes his persuasion. His faithfulness backs his promise. And so 
we can uh, step out in this because we know that he's faithful to be in the midst of those times that we are together. And so my encouragement to you today is to get creative. We've been talking about the Hope Rebellion for a few weeks now. The month before that, we talked about uh, loving your neighbor as yourself. Um, and so now it's time to, to put in the work, to, to be creative, to find ways to safely fellowship with those that are around us right now. Um, you no longer need permission. I, if you feel like you need it, which you didn't need my permission in the first place, but I'm telling you right now, if that's what you need, you have my permission to hope community. I'm using hope community as a verb. You have my permission to hope community wherever you are to get creative in the ways that you want to do it. To share that hope and terraform the surroundings where people can actually feel safe, alive, and truly live. To see who they really are. Right? We talked about in the, in the beginnings of Hope Community about how we feel like, you know, we want to invite people to the table. Because it's at the table that real conversation happens. It's at the table that the real you comes out, right? Because you feel safe. You can sit down. <sighs> Invite folks into that. Do so safely, right? Social distancing. But there's ways to do it. Zoom, Skype, uh, uh, through uh, uh, Facebook, Messenger, calls, things like that. Uh, outside, sitting across from There's ways to do it. There's ways to fellowship. And I also want to encourage you that if you're hungry for fellowship, open your heart and do it. You know, my, my phone is always open. Facebook Messenger is always open. And I know there's other folks that you, you have connected with in the past. It's the same thing. And, and they're, they, they love to hear from you. Um, make that call. Open up. Uh, let's, let's be brave and bold in this uh, new place that we're going. Awesome. I do have some exciting, exciting news. Um, to celebrate our two years as Hope Community, uh, I've invited some folks from all over the country uh, to send in some messages. And we're going to start uh, releasing those in November. Uh, we've got uh, Mark Wargo from Cross Current Church in Michigan. Um, we've got Michelle Harding from Maryland. Uh, We've got Eric Reeder from right here in the Middle Ohio Valley and Dwayne Huck from the Middle Ohio Valley. Uh, uh, we have Chandler Cox who is in, uh, at, who is at the Ohio State right now. He's gonna be sharing uh, with us. I'm gonna be sharing some stuff. Audrey has something that she wants to share, my daughter Audrey, and we'll have a couple other surprises um, but really looking forward to uh, when we step into November. Now, why I love this whole season right now, October and November, is because when we get to the end of October, there's a holiday, and most of you know it as Halloween, and people wig out over Halloween and all that. But really, Halloween has a special place in the church. Halloween is All Hallows' Eve. And it was the night that folks celebrated, really, life. Because the next day... November 1st, was All Saints Day. And that's when we celebrated all those, you know, brothers and sisters who had passed and are now in the presence of the Father. 
And so we would celebrate life and death, so to speak, because really, you know, as, as Christians, we believe that death has no hold. And so it's just a new expression of life. And so we celebrated that. We, ex we celebrated the entirety of life. And that was the 31st of October and the 1st of November. And so to me, when we get it, th this is like the crux of, of celebration of life. We've got All Hallows' Eve, uh, All Saints' Day, and then we move into the season of Thanksgiving, and then we move into Advent and Christmas and the beginning of the year. So this to me, man, I love this season because it's all about life, celebration, joy, reflection, and I, I thought, you know, what better way to celebrate two years of being together than to connect and have folks from all over share uh, some things with us. And so it's going to be good. So you'll be seeing those roll out in November. I'll put up uh, a special thing where you can uh, connect and see those uh, when you want. But that's coming up. It's going to be our two-year anniversary celebration. It's going to be awesome. So uh, that's going to be cool. So be looking forward to that. This Tuesday is The Dwelling, and we are still digging into uh, uh, Walking in the Darkness by Barbara Ann Teller. Barbara Ann Teller. Taylor. And uh, you can uh, connect with us on Tuesday Night Live at 7. Uh, Lindsay and I will be here to talk about that. Uh, other than that, guys, thank you for hanging with us. Um, I want you to know that we see you, uh, and you are valuable beyond measure. Whether anyone's ever told you that or not, listen. Hear the heart of the Father today. You are valued beyond measure, and he loves you just the way you are. Thank you guys for hanging with us. We'll see you Tuesday night at 7. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com peruse some of the things that we got going on there there's a blog some more media um there's a place to give if you would like to um you can check out some other services that we have got um but more importantly we'd love to hear from you and there's a place where you can just write a question shoot us an email whatever we'd love to hear from you you can also check out our facebook page and our instagram uh you can connect to us connect with us through those as well but thank you so much for tuning in today and remember that you are valuable beyond measure